Hello and welcome to the very first Fooshcast of the new year. Um, we appreciate everyone sticking with us in 2023. And as a new year begins, uh, we try to start off with brand new things um, and things that I think we kind of have to make amends for. So I'm really excited today to introduce for the very first time um, onto the Fooshcast, Andrew Franks of Boss Fight Studio. And Andrew, first of all, Thank you so much for joining us. And I don't know yep. how or why it has taken us this long to um, get you to agree or to get you to slum with us uh, on the Bush cast. But I'm really glad to have you. <laughs> if you would ask me, I would have sworn I'd done it already. So that's that's where I'm at. Hey, that that, that sounds good. I, I know that. um you know, I, I've talked to a couple of people over the past few weeks and everybody thinks, oh, you know, holiday times, it's time for kind of maybe easy going and off. But that is not the life of um, a, a toy designer or or an action figure company, because you are in the thick of it right now, I am sure. For sure. Yep. Well, um, I appreciate you taking the time um, to 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 chat with us because we've got in my opinion, a really important topic to talk about today because <laughs> um, we're going to talk about fraggles. And mm -hmm. I swear to you, this was not planned, um, that today is actually the exact 40th anniversary. Um, we're, we're recording this on, on January 10th, 2023. 2020, I still can't say it, which is um, the exact 40th anniversary. So I think that that works out well for us um, as, as we get started. Um but, you can just edit that part out and say you planned it. Hey, well, yeah, people know I'm not that smart. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think that, that that'll work for everybody. But um, since it is your first time, um, I, I mean, I'm sure you probably don't need much introduction, but I love to have people kind of uh, talk a little bit about their background and maybe, you know, um, your current, uh, you know, responsibilities and what you're primarily responsible for handling at, at Boss Fight. Yeah, I'm I'm one of the partners and art directors at Boss Fight Studio. Um, I handle a whole heck of a lot of different toy lines, uh, design from conception all the way through uh, the final product. Um, so, yeah, as long as you don't ask me any any wrestling specific questions, <laughs> which since we're talking about Fraggles would be would be odd, I think I'll be fine. Well, that, that could be an interesting crossover. And, and I promise I'll, I'll try to keep the like Popeye interjections at a minimum. We need to schedule time where we just talk about um, that for sure. But um, I, I appreciate you letting everybody know, um, you know, just kind of what you're responsible for working on. And I'd like to get the hard hitting questions out of the way first here. So I'm going to start with um, what was your favorite toy as a child and what is your current favorite toy now i, I mean like, like i told you it's the pressure time right at the beginning wow uh yikes right off the bat huh mm -hmm. Jeez. uh right now i am enjoying the hell out of the super seven ultimates yeah uh, most specifically the ninja turtles mm-hmm uh, love the hell out of those but but you know there is so much good work being done currently uh by so many different people it's it, it is hard to pick when, when that's um, a difficult question to answer you know you're living in a good time right? yeah yeah for sure um geez uh as a kid you know maybe maybe sound wave yeah you know i mean it's hard to beat that he carries tinier guys inside of him so and and he plays 
he he he's he's a facsimile of you know uh, a boombox. So I, I mean, come on, yeah. That, that that that's that's a really good that's a really solid choice. Uh, I feel like since I was I, I wasn't really into transform. I I don't know why I wasn't like introduced to them or didn't really get into them. But I feel very deprived by the fact that I don't I haven't known Soundwave my entire life, and that's been you know more of a past twenty years type of thing. But but that's a good one to have. So uh, thanks, Nick, thanks. For I will me. happily introduce you. He and I are old buddies. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Well. Well, we will get, maybe we'll get to that, but like I said, we're going to talk Fraggles um, today because, as we said, today is the 40th anniversary, but last Friday, um, Boss Fight Studio, you guys gave your full reveal and open pre-orders for the first series in yes. your new Fraggle Rock um, action figure line, and so... Like I said, that's a really big deal to me. And so I'm just kind of wondering, um, for you personally, ha have you always been a fan of Fraggle Rock? Is it something that's kind of been with you? Or, you know, how how did you come by it? Um, on, on, I guess on a more personal level. <laughs> well, um, I've always been a ha uh, fan of everything Henson. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, quite frankly, if you're not, I don't think you have a soul. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, Fraggle Rock is something I saw a little bit as a kid, mm -hmm. but um was not a uh fancy kid with cable. Yeah. So I came to it as an adult, and uh my wife is a gigantic fan, yeah. and she really uh introduced me to it and you know, sort of got me uh all read up on all the minutiae and uh everything everything about it so it is it is an incredible uh world to be playing in and, and doing a deep dive on that that that's that's awesome to hear and you know i'm for me the muppet show i've been a fan of the muppet show for a long time but that was really before me so fraggles were really like one of the very first like henson things that I I really got to live with because it was I was right at the right age I think mm -hmm. for the original show and I know it's you know quaint to say that you know oh you know these guys are Jim Henson's one of my you know personal heroes but he really is um, just as a person not even not even talking about like his, his talent but just as a human being um, it's it's he, he was quite a person and I always get excited when there are new um, opportunities for you know my love of Henson things to intersect with uh, my action figure, you know, um, collecting and insanity as far as that goes. But what made what what made Fraggles a good fit for Boss Fight now, um, as far as you know, timing goes, or what you guys are, um, you know, going about to accomplish, you know, from from a business, but also you know, a brand standpoint. Yeah, I, I think from from a sort of business and branding standpoint, we're we're at this sort of inflection point of growth, and um, we were really looking uh, for those uh, sort of next licenses that felt like uh, they would really be a step up and would really um, wow people uh with with those announcements and and something we could we could really uh invest a lot of love into and uh make sure it was you know the one of the the more fulfilling and unique uh toy experiences we've been able able to deliver in our now 
10 years uh as as an entity wow well um that's that's that that all makes a lot of sense and yes i've we we've seen you know some of the license and things that you guys have announced and working on and a lot of them like like we kind of mentioned before really exciting fraggles you know they 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 almost hit it a, a different level and it, it's amazing to me that you know these little mcdonald's <laughs> premiums which are fantastic um, are are really the closest things that I think I've ever personally gotten to in terms of Fraggle toys, even though it's something that uh, I've I've wanted my entire life. But yeah. you guys just seem like such a really good fit with for Fraggles and and even with the Jim Henson Company. Um, yes, I, I, I see your guys's alignment in, in a lot of places, so that that's cool. Yeah, yeah, I, you know, I think there's a shared um, sort of respect for creativity and imagination. Um, as well as a uh, at least uh, a, an eye to a larger responsibility. Um, so so yeah, absolutely. They are Henson are fantastic partners to work with. We're really enjoying it. You know, all all the way back to I guess when I would say when I was like actually paying attention to like kind of the business side of of action figure world back when um, you know Palisades was doing the Muppet line, and now mm -hmm. you guys are are working on Fraggles. This is that it seems like licensing is the wild west, but everything I've ever heard about you know the Jim Henson company really almost seems to you know just keep his essence alive and and how they treat you know their things others and, and whatnot so it's really cool to hear that from a, a point of view where yes it's business but it's bigger than that right absolutely absolutely yeah. and and you know everybody everybody we've worked with there has just been fantastic it's been a great experience well, that's that's wonderful. Well, um, I, I wanted to set the table a little bit, but I know that probably people are going to want to dive in a little bit deeper um, in terms of the actual, you know, figures that are are are, are coming. And you, as we said, you announced series one. Um, mm -hmm. So I, what I'd like to probably do is give people an opportunity to actually look at the cool product instead of staring at us the whole time. So I'm going to pull that up. Uh, pull pull uh, some of your promotional pictures up now and kind of talk through them maybe um one by one just to get us yeah. started and i feel like the logical spot for us to start is with the flange doozer because while series one uh, as a whole was announced on friday you guys kind of let the cat out of the bag a little early with what i guess is it fair to call him a a preview figure for the line that's exactly what we're uh considering him Mm -hmm. Um, there was, uh, you know, it was sort of a, a request from Henson to, to sort of have this special leading item and, and get that out as fast as we could. Yeah. Um, once we started getting into the details about how everything in the line was built. Um, and so, uh, one of our first meetings, uh, with them, I remember I started immediately sketching, you know, how, uh, how a doozer, uh, construction, could work uh, -huh. uh and and figuring that out because it's it's an interesting challenge you know the puppets themselves especially in the original series are a little bit limited in mm -hmm. in what they can do based on their their size the technology available at the time and and um you know they're they're little stout bodies and uh so it was an interesting design challenge to um to sort of tackle uh how to how to work the doozers right off the bat mm 
Mm-hmm. Um, and and Flange uh, seemed like a real obvious choice. He's one of the first named doozers that um, you encounter uh, as the original series is developing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, he has some great spotlight episodes and uh you know he's he's just got an amazing look with that that red hair and that mustache and um you know so so he was a joy uh to work on well that that that's cool to hear and it's interesting as you talk about you know like the different body types and shapes that you know kind of inhabit this world because they are varying you know from 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 teeny tiny doozers all the way up you know to trash heaps and whatnot and and i think that was a part of you know henson's uh you know how he kind of personified that you know fraggle rock was going to help with world peace and things like that and so that, that that's cool to hear and and it's neat to see right from the very beginning um taking these different characters of different i don't know muppet species <laughs> um and, and putting them all together so um when it comes with how you know these guys because there there are additional doozers that we'll talk about here um mm-hmm. how these guys will interact with the actual fraggle figures um I think one of the first questions people had was how are these going to scale together? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, scale is, is such an important part of that show and, mm-hmm. and the world constructed around it. Um, usually when I begin developing a line, uh, one of the first things I figure out is how the characters correctly scale to each other. Mm-hmm. So with, uh, when we were developing Sam and Max, right, the 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 size on those two was based on getting the the correct uh, scale relationship between Max and Sam because there's quite a bit of difference in height and mass there. Yeah, and uh, that that takes some doing and some experimentation going back and forth to try to determine the scale. Um, so so unusually, uh, for for the way I usually like to do things, um. I realized pretty early on that in a way we had to put aside those sort of perfect scale relationships from character to character if we wanted to really deliver a a doozer that was more than an accessory, Mm -hmm. right? And the doozers are, um, are, are such great characters and so many of them have, have, um, just such depth and stories developed as a series goes on around them that we wanted to make sure that they they really had a life of their own and that you know they sort of had as much articulation as would allow and all of that so what i ended up doing was i ended up scaling the doozers smaller than the fraggles but um it's not you know your real size relationship where a fraggle can pick up a doozer and and hold it in their hand Mm -hmm. um so the doozers uh, are about three inches tall. Okay. Um, and then those themselves are uh, five, about five inches tall, give or take uh, a little bit. Um, there may come a point down the road when we uh, take another look at how best to represent that scale in people's collections and and look at some teeny tiny doozers to display in scale with the fraggles mm-hmm. um but for now uh what we're starting off with is almost it, it's almost two parallel collections you know if you're someone that thinks about scale a lot sure. um 
you know, and maybe you can really clever with your your shelf display. Um, you know, hey, the doozers are in the foreground. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, but yeah, so these guys have a uh, ball jointed neck and insert molded shoulders, ball jointed hips, and then they also um, twist at the glove top. Oh. Um, they've got a number of accessories. Flange here, uh, most of his tools can fit into a number of loops on his belt. Mm -hmm. And all of these tools are um, based on actual little puppet props from the show. Yeah. You know, we didn't want to go out, go out and make stuff up. We wanted to make sure that everything was as accurate as we could get it. And so, you know, we're checking the placement of pouches on the doozers and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that, that, that that's cool to hear um, that, you know, giving these characters really their due, because to your point, if they were true scale at the beginning, they, they would be awfully small and it's hard to give them right. um, their due. But at the same time, it's, it's, it's cool to hear that you guys are of course thinking in, in a wider spectrum of not only giving each one of these characters their due by making them proper action figures, but then also realizing that from a collection as a whole, there, there may be other opportunities down the line. So I think that's, that's something cool to hear. And I appreciate, you know, both of them for sure, because yeah. I kind of, I'm kind of like you. I think I default to having a doozer action figure, but eventually maybe having one that, you know, they, as you said, the fraggles can hold that that's cool too. And it's like, yeah. why limit yourself um, right from the beginning? Yeah. So, so flange is going to arrive just a little bit before series one. Then is that the plan? That's right. Flange has um, just completed tooling. Wow. That's where we are with him. And um, I believe I'll be receiving the samples within the next couple of weeks. Wow. Um, and uh, but from the photos the factory sent, uh, he looks amazing. That's good. Um, depending on your screen resolution and and you know how how closely you can v uh, uh, view these uh, render images mm -hmm. uh, in these in these promo shots. Um, it may be a little tough to see some of the textures, but rest assured that uh, that these guys, all of these Fraggle Rock figures, have a real emphasis on texture and um, fidelity to the actual looks of the puppets. And so, you know, even the little doozers have that sort of foam, pocky texture uh, and and stuff like that. So, so I was probably going to end up spending an inordinate amount of time talking about Muppet textures <laughs> during a conversation um, like this. So I'm glad you opened the door to that because I don't know if, if you can call it stippling in 3D because that's what I always think of. But as tiny of a detail as that is, that becomes a huge thing to me. And, and, and I... <laughs> I, I would have no doubt if someone said, if someone came to me cold and said, hey, Boss Fight's going to make, you know, Fraggle Rock action figures, I would say they're going to get that texture correct because of their attention to detail on, on things like that. But, you know, I think that's one of those things that really, you know, I, I hate to go back to an older line, but like the Palisades Muppets line, yeah. that, that, that raised the quality oh, yeah. of that line up exponentially by yep. having that accurate detail <laughs> yeah that palisades line now god 20 years ago uh, i was gonna say don't say it, don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> um 
but I mean, there, it's 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 an amazing piece of work, and and it set um, a very high standard um, for how uh, Muppet characters, you know, and and I want to be careful because you know legally they're they're distinct right now, like mm-hmm. every Hanson still owns and the Muppets, right? Know, your Muppets and piggies and whatever they are separate entities, correct? Um, but uh, but the the sort of Henson puppet look, mm-hmm. um, was uh, very much redefined by the work Palisades did, um, in their in their uh toy line, and uh, you know, there there's been a couple of other uh folks uh doing that kind of work since then and and i think uh we're all to some degree uh taking notes and and uh from from that palisades product because it was so good well um i i don't like to necessarily apply things like spiritual successor um because i think that focuses on the past but 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 (laughs) as you put it taking you know the focus and the notes from what came before and 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 go even beyond that um i'm already seeing that we're already seeing that um as as we kind of transition i think into the first fraggle that i i kind of want to talk about because i mean he seems appropriate to be the first one um to talk about and and very appropriate um for a first series is is gobo and you know seeing the 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 form and and the sculptural details are all there and i knew that they were going to be there and then seeing you know this little guy being fully articulated this this is such a this is a big thing and i don't want to sound sweet or sentimental about it but it's 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 something that is is really really cool and um i i'm just kind of taken by everything um from from the radish on with with this guy well thank you um yeah, it's it's something that sort of sort of gets you right here, doesn't it? Yeah. Your your little your little toy heart For, gets so excited. Bring the I, feels. I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, so so Gobo. So part of the um part of the foundational idea we we wanted to explore right off the bat was um making sure there was uh sort of a, a healthy mix of both the original series from the 80s and mm-hmm. of the amazing if you haven't seen it i have trust me, you want to it's fantastic uh, back to the rock that <laughs> yeah. is uh that is streaming now um it is just uh uh such uh an amazing sort of sequel series and it's also kind of a little bit of a soft reboot mm-hmm. uh, but uh yeah it is it is something else and so as you can see with gobo here um there's a bit of a mix of elements um so he's got his uh guitar as mm-hmm. as he frequently has um but the um the lantern uh, yeah. accessory on the pole that that is an accessory from the new series and uh the design of those really really kind of grabbed me as really uh, amazing uh sort of fantasy prop and and something we definitely wanted to include mm-hmm. um somewhere with these guys um so as we go on you'll see uh sometimes those elements are mixed uh, between the different series and sometimes um, they're a little more separated, but um, 
you know, rest assured that uh, we are going to sort of deliver for for all of the Fraggle fans, whatever their preferences may be. Uh, and, uh, and, you know, that stuff's going to be there across the board. So in addition, um, Gobo has, as you noted, the, the radish mm. and some alternate hands, including a postcard. Absolutely. Um, now, uh, a couple, a couple, uh, things I want to point out, um, that we made sure to get right was Gobo actually has all of these specific things in his vest pockets. Mm -hmm. And, um, so we looked at tons of reference of the puppets and, um, and Henson sent us these great turnarounds of the, the current puppet builds, which, um, you know, in Gobo's case are largely the same. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, it was, it was so important to us to, to nail those details, um, because it, it was, it was important to the people making those those shows and constructing those puppets yeah. um and uh and then something else we wanted to hit was um and it's a tricky one is most of the fraggles right there the the puppet's hair is actually constructed i i think i'm remembering this correctly out of ostrich feathers it's very wispy yeah yeah so so it's it's very um it's very unique look mm -hmm. and uh it also, um, on most of them, I think, has kind of a two-tone appearance. Mm -hmm. So um, what you'll see on our, figure, our figures is there'll be a, a, a two-tone look to their hair. There's um, kind of a dry brushing applied so that you get a bit of that effect. Uh, that's fantastic. Um, because, yeah, I, I think, you know, <laughs> we talked about, you know, Muppet texture. So Muppet hair is something that we definitely should should talk about too. And, and you're right. It, it's funny because to me, like the old intro when, you know, you can tell Gobo's going through green screen um, at the time <laughs> and the technology, it, it's like you you noticed his hair because it, it's, it's bouncing back and forth and it's different from, you know, like the Muppets or, you know, uh, other ones. I, I don't think that, you know, Henson really, they, they really used that in, in any place before the fraggles and 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 it just adds to their uniqueness i think mm -hmm. yeah um so let's let's talk about the alternate head on on this yeah. one because i think i know what this um specifically references but i i'd love to hear it <laughs> well i i hope you're not gonna um pressure me to come up with the episode no. the <laughs> but um but uh yeah this this alternate head is is an episode specific reference um, he has, although you can't see it from this angle, he has, uh, uh, since he's kind of Canadian, yeah. uh, I'm going to say a toque <laughs> on his head. Uh, and, uh, and, and, you know, we sort of thought it would be really funny to, uh, to give him this sort of exasperated, uh, expression. That, that's so, fantastic. Yeah. So that's, that's what you're seeing there. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, depending on down the road you know, how sales are, we may do um, different versions of of the characters. Um, Gobo, for sure, has about 100 different hats that yeah. he wears uh, through throughout the course of, of the series. And, uh, and so, you know, perhaps there will be a chance for 
uh, alternate versions and and eventually uh, getting you know something from your your very favorite specific episode. <laughs> well, even you know we talked about the intro before, but the wet hair look when he goes diving into the the water during that, yeah, I I can definitely can definitely see that there are many many possibilities, which which is really cool. Let's 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 talk about articulation here because yeah. I, you know when I was looking at this, I wanted to let you you know step us through because i feel like there's more going on here than even like you probably notice at first glance with these guys right yeah for sure so um so on go here um both the vest and the collar and his little um kerchief mm -hmm. are uh are secondary pieces and so that allows us to uh, get a pretty decent range of motion um oh. out of out of what we can there so he's got a ball jointed neck He's got insert molded um, shoulders and elbows. Mm -hmm. uh, his wrists swivel. And uh, then he has ball jointed hips, um, insert molded knees and ankles. Um, and those ankles, those pins face forward. So there'll be a, a tilt. Awesome. Awesome. So nice, nice rock on that for uh good, good, uh, uh, you know, dynamic gobo poses, um, for, for sure. Uh, and, and it, I, I, I appreciate, you know, going with character specific accessories a lot, because I think a lot of times, you know, sometimes it's difficult for some, some characters to be filled out. Um, and so, accessories either get limited or they go to other places but as you said um there's a lot to do um with, with gobo but I, I think between you know his guitar the radish and you know for the for the new series uh the lantern he's pretty he's, he's really well represented here and there's a lot of possibilities you know for on the shelf presence i would say absolutely wow wow well um I, I I can't wait um, to 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 see him uh, and and you guys are always good about sharing you know the the the, the production journey I guess I would say is as crazy um, as it can be so we'll be looking forward um, to seeing more of that um, for sure but I I want to make sure that we give due time to you know his series mates and another one um, that's that's really cool for me to see um, specifically because uh, my oldest daughter is very much a fan. Fan, uh, of this character <laughs> um and, and that's red fraggle uh yeah. and you know I, i've got to say that if i was picking a, a first series like gobo she'd have to be right there too absolutely absolutely you know i mean in that regard it it wasn't that hard a decision to make mm -hmm. you know we we gotta lead off with um some of our strongest characters but the great thing about fraggle rock is that um, over the course of the series, all of the cast of characters get a ton of development, yeah. you know, and and um, so, you know, there is so many reasons to love each and every one of them, even down to obscure weirdos uh, that only appear in an episode or two. Obscure weirdos are what make the universe amazing. So, <laughs> um, but red is red is not that red is yeah. one of our core cast of fraggles and um so with her we we looked at opportunities for what we felt were some key accessories um so the uh we've got the sort of post diving uh yeah. head with the the wet hair and she, like she uh she maybe uh 
rang her bell a little, uh, <laughs> which uh, which is something really fun. Yeah. That that you know these characters allow you to do these these sort of wackier expressions. Um, she's got her uh, Inspector Red hat and magnifying glass. Yeah. Um, she's got an alternate pair of hands. Uh, she's got her whistle um, that she uses uh, a couple of times. Um, she tends to have it on when she's like in her lifeguard outfit. Mm -hmm. And then um, she's got her maracas, which are sort of her standard uh, musical instrument when when required. You know, I, I try to think of myself as sometimes being creative um, when posing things on the shelf, but that little preview image that you guys showed of Red with her maracas, it's like, how do I put her on the shelf any other way? <laughs> you know, that, that that one was just perfect. <laughs> exactly. Our, um, you know, I sent a couple of uh, reference photos from, from Henson's reference library of their sort of posed out promotional shots to our, uh, our freelancer, um, who was working on these uh, renders and he just delivered incredibly. That one especially is yeah. just, there's so much life in it. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and speaking of so much life in it, when it comes to red, um, she's an interesting character for me um, because Karen Prell, um, who is the, you know, Muppeteer and voice actress um, for the character. She has been with Red from the very, very beginning, and she continues to be so. And I, you know, I, I'm sure not everyone has gone in and watched interviews with, you know, Muppeteers and things like maybe I have, um, <laughs> but her talking about this character and what Fraggle Rock, you know, means to her and what she feels that it means, you know, kind of at large. Um, it, 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 to me, it elevates Red as a character too, because I have so much yeah. respect um, for her approach and and how she kind of handles herself and, and this character that's important to her because it's important to other people. So um, it, it's may, it, this might sound silly, but I feel that, you know, coming out here a little bit, right? <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. And, and yeah, I mean, the whole, you know, the whole uh, lineup of of puppeteers from original series and new mm -hmm. uh, are all, you know, so wonderful and and so amazing. But yeah, when you watch interviews with Karen and and she, you know, she gets so emotional talking about the puppet, and and it's it's just incredible that that she has sort of developed this kind of relationship with this character uh she plays and and she is just fantastic yeah yeah well um red and gobo from a core cast standpoint as you you know put it i think very well um just having them together from the very beginning uh i think really sets the 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 tone and and you know it, it gives it, th these characters are good, I think, because it gives people the, a very real understanding and idea of just what you guys are working towards in terms of, you know, it, creating these figures. Um, and I think the emotion and the accessories and everything with them really helps bring that to light here. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So I love me Gobo and I love Red too. Yeah. Um as what often happens, though, when a new action figure line or series is revealed, I'm sometimes kind of just hitting like the side and been like, I did not expect this <laughs> one to be my favorite. But from an overall standpoint, man, I got to say, 
He surprised me, not only because it was a pleasant surprise that he was included in this first series, but also it's tough, but I think Uncle Traveling Matt might be my favorite of the first series. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Um, Matt is, you know, he's such an essential part of the show. Mm-hmm. But in some ways, if you look at the merchandise from the original run of the show, he's he's often excluded. Yeah. Because um, the the merch is... Uh, so often just focusing on those core five fraggles or maybe some doozers. Yeah. And, um, you know, in a way, I know it's a funny thing to say about a character that is in every episode of the series, but um, in a way, uh, Matt was was kind of our deep cut character um, mm-hmm. or the first wave to sort of to say to the fans, like, we got you, yeah. you know? Like we we are gonna give you stuff you have never had before, you know. And um, yeah, Matt was just a blast uh, to work on. Um, my uh, my vendor who's been working with me on the designs, Indigo Kelly, he um, did such an amazing job with Matt, especially um that uh you know all of all of he's a big fan too and so all of his love for it really comes through in this one um matt has a removable hat um he of course has that kind of wild hair yeah uh and uh yeah he's he's got a walking stick that is I'm not sure what episode it appears in, but it was something that was in the Henson files and I and I found really compelling because it's very knotty and 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 rough. Yeah. Um and then, you know, he's got a, a notebook for taking notes on silly creatures, uh, as well as a couple of episode specific uh objects he interacts with. Yeah. So from the original series, he has the uh skateboard that that he tries out in one segment Mm -hmm. um and then the so-called orb of understanding the tennis ball there (laughs) is is something from the back to the rock episodes yeah uh that he sends back uh to gobo and uh you know we just thought it was freaking hilarious just just what an example of matt not sort of not understanding what anything in the human world is yeah um, he also has the the alternate hands and the alternate head. And the alternate head, I will say, is specifically from the roller coaster sequence. Uh, that was our reference point on that with with, you know, they use the the really surprised eyes a couple of times, but uh, man, what a freaking funny uh, sequence that one is. Well, so. and, and I was gonna say it, it's specific to that sequence, absolutely. But I also find this head to be very relatable because it's like it could also be like Uncle Matt discovers the internet, and it's like you make that <laughs> face every single day reading some of the insanity that that's out there. So I I, I feel that that you know brings them into to, to current times as well. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, he's 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 a cool character too um, because there's a bit of a duality to him because it's like, he's kind of the outsider because as you said, he's off on his, you know, adventures of discovery and not one of the core five. Um, so he, he's kind of outside there, but at the same time, he's kind of 
he's almost relatable too. Um, I think maybe especially to like young children because he is out in the world discovering things um, for the first time. And it's kind of maybe a shared experience um, type of thing, especially like I said, for for younger viewers and whatnot. So it's it's interesting to me that they were able to achieve kind of both feelings uh, and continue yeah. to do so with him. Yeah, that's some great insight. I, I agree completely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, so the, you mentioned the 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 deep cut, uh, him being the deep cut um, on here, and and what it kind of represents as a whole. Um, is his is his presence, or you know, just what he kind of means to the show, or how he interacts with Gobo? What what made him the proper deep cut for the first series, or or was there some some other thinking behind that? Yeah, I I think so. Um, you know, it's really uh, you know when you're when you're choosing, and I. I know I overthink this stuff, but when you're choosing that lineup for a first wave of a new product line, you you do have to do some messaging with it. Mm-hmm. Like you you got to make these decisions based on well, which characters uh, are the most saleable, you know, and and most recognizable. But um, but yeah, you know, we we really wanted to send that message to the fans um, that we are we are really gonna deliver you know and uh and plus you know like the play and photography and display uh possibilities with matt like you can have him exploring your other toy shelves of toy lines and it's gonna be amazing i i i was gonna say um you know my wife is a very patient and understanding person and she let me like devote an entire space of our house to this this hobby but um i think come some of that comes with the unspoken understanding that that means this is the space for for that stuff but but i wouldn't be surprised if matt made his way through various spots in the house just just for fun because as you said he is the perfect figure for that he's the perfect like backpack figure to take on vacation um, Mm -hmm. as well so i'm glad you mentioned that because um i didn't want to sound like i was kind of scared that maybe i'm the only weirdo that thinks that that would have been a good idea but that's good no as (laughs) as soon as we get samples you can bet I am going to be going everywhere with a traveling mat in my pocket. Excellent photos. So excellent. Well, well, that's perfect. And he will, um, you know, the figure will explore our world much like um, he has done for forty years now. (laughs) 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 But so, so the first series is made up of three Fraggles: Gobo, Red, and um, Travel Uncle Traveling Matt, and then also. A little bit of a different spin um a doozer two pack that to mm-hmm. me i understand all of these from the beginning are at least branded underneath the you know back to the rock um but but uh architect and cotter pin in here are the ones that really to me say we're very much a part of this this new new world in terms of their designs right absolutely yeah um you know we we needed to have something that was uh, very specific mm-hmm. to to back to the rock in in the um, in that first wave, and uh, you know, architect and Cotterpin um, really do take a lead role in in back to the rock as as being the doozers you get the most time with, mm-hmm. and and so they uh, they really made a ton of sense. Um, they've got those unique. 
sort of visors and uh you know cotter pen has one of the sort of high-vis vests that is a feature of the the new uh mm-hmm. doozer look and uh and so i love the yeah. pink on that i, I oh, love pink <laughs> such a great such a great call on that yeah, yeah. um yeah, she's she's fantastic. And she even has this little um she's not wearing it in in every scene, but this this little armband kind of watch thing mm-hmm. uh that uh that yeah, we we felt we needed to include for that extra splash of color and it's almost like an extra accessory uh that that she gets. Um she also has the uh sticky goop dispenser yeah. which, which ends up uh causing a lot of problems uh if you've seen back to the rock again mm-hmm. if you haven't you need to rectify that <laughs> um and and our pal architect here has uh a uh, a rolled up set of plans um which is uh basically one of the accessories that flange comes with but it really felt like uh like the right choice for him yeah 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 absolutely and and speaking of flange as we were saying these two will scale appropriately to him in terms yes. of the three of them being this the relative same size to each other right yep right. yep yeah. all these guys are uh in that that about three inch size and they all utilize uh some of the same basic body construction um which is exactly what you'd want yeah producers so yeah absolutely well um you know, when when you, you you said something very insightful about messaging with the first series, and you know, I don't want to. <laughs> series one was just announced, and so we're focusing on that um, right mm-hmm. now. But but in terms of how that goes, um, you know, we're setting kind of a. It can't be a pattern when it's a one off of three fraggles and, and a doozer set. But um, it is it, is your kind of thinking for as the line moves along to always have either not necessarily a doozer set, but more of a, a different type of release within, within a wave like that. Yeah, exactly. We, we wanted to, um, you know, obviously, uh, you know, the fraggles are going to make up a majority of the line. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but we wanted to make sure there was this space carved out for all of these other beloved characters. And so you will absolutely see, you know, these, these, uh, well, sorry, way to put it, these sort of deviations from the basic fraggle form, uh, as we, as we go forward and, uh, announce, uh, additional wave lineups. Well, awesome. Well, um, then, then let me come to a very unfair question for you and ask you, um, who is your favorite of the first series? If you, if you are able to choose one, (laughs) Oh geez, I I I love them all. Yeah, so much. Uh, they they are just, uh, you know, just very pleased with with how they're turning out so far. But uh, I gotta say, I'm going to enjoy uh doing some sick poses with uh Matt riding that skateboard. Yeah. Uh, so I'm very much looking forward to that. 
Well, I'm I, I'm I'm with you um, as far as that goes, um, for sure. And and you mentioned that you know flange is moving along nicely um, through the production uh, process. Can you share with us where series one is right now? Yeah, those are currently um, in tooling, mm -hmm. and uh, you know again it it shouldn't be too long until we have samples. Um, our factory partners have been uh, great about. Uh, you know, delivering reliably and quickly uh, as as of late, and uh, that's that's been uh, really satisfying to experience. Um, you know, we it is going to be a little bit of a longer wait because um, we are already in the Lunar New Year, yeah, and uh, you know, it came came a little earlier than it usually does this year. Mm -hmm. Um, so uh, you know, there's there's sort of skeleton crews uh working over there right now. Um, things are still happening, but not uh at the same speed right now um so there'll, there'll be a little bit of a delay in the next step based on that but okay. uh, but yeah we are absolutely going to be uh making sure we deliver frequent updates we we know how excited people are about the fraggles yeah uh, absolutely and and you mentioned you know reliability in terms of you know things coming on time um as a general question are are you guys feeling relatively well adjusted to kind of the new world in terms of how those relationships and and things go um at this point or is it still just kind of we're never quite sure i'm um, going into each new thing <laughs> well uh i mean i you know if you i don't know if people who work in you know or observe as a hobbyist uh industries that manufacture overseas are are quite as as aware of what a gigantic you know sort of thing the the pandemic was for uh you know all of that manufacturing and um you know we are still absolutely feeling the effects of it we are still trying to get through production some things that were delayed by the pandemic but on the whole you know we've developed some some new relationships and uh and those seem to be working uh quite well um so so we are very excited uh to for the most part be uh delivering things a little bit more reliably um as as time goes forward well, good good well that, that that's good to hear i know it's continually um you know an adjustment and, and and it's it's almost even stranger knowing that things are probably never going to be exactly um as they were before so it's yeah. not only adjusting to the new but the move forward um part two um but but then to get to, to get kind of get back to the, the the main subject at hand i have another unfair question um for you here if i'm going to ask you um so uncle traveling matt is We'll, we'll just say at least as of this moment, um, your your guy for the first series. But who is your favorite Fraggle overall? Because I think I think you know that show does a brilliant job of making characters very relatable and accessible um, to different personality types and whatnot. So I'm 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 interested to know who your favorite is. Jeez, uh, 
you know, there is there's so many great characters. I gotta say, um, it is kind of random because he never gets a ton of characterization, but I've developed a real affection for uh large Marvin. Yeah, oh really? Uh, All right, that's a good who, pull. <laughs> who is a a sort of fairly ridiculous uh largely comic relief uh character yeah uh, he's he's frequently snacking uh and i i think i haven't <laughs> determined it for sure i think what he's frequently snacking on is a rice cake because it's dry and crumbly mm-hmm. um but but don't quote me on that that's just <laughs> that's just my guess uh, we, we, from, we won't quote you on that till it's time to yeah. see the accessory right <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh, that that that's a good one. I, I I've got a mine's been for a while. I, I I don't think it was the case when I was a kid, but as an adult, I think Boober became my favorite uh, oh, yeah. of, of the Fraggles. Um, just just from his personality overall, but just he he feels like you can kind of grow up into that character a little bit. Oh oh, absolutely. You know, there's there's so much uh to relate to uh uh for me as well with boober and uh and you know that's what's so great about the way those characters are defined is i think that there is something uh to really relate to with all of them yeah yeah well series one as we've said is up and available for pre-order now i'm not going to get over the ski tips um but i am going to assume that you guys have some pretty well laid out plans in terms of future announcements and things like that as we are moving into you know a second series and beyond but i i kind of want to go back to it because you've made reference to it in terms of you know what your overall you know thoughts are in terms of presenting the line and what you want to do with it because it's easy to say oh well we want to make you know we want to make fraggles but um i i i kind of want to exploit your overthinking it part of it there and kind of get down <laughs> to the just how are you overthinking this in wonderful ways because I, i'm excited to hear <laughs> well so uh one of one of the things we are best at at boss fight is uh is getting really excited and uh thinking probably too far ahead Mm -hmm. uh to uh sort of figure out what those what those lineups should be and and i am probably the most guilty uh of the whole team of that um i have a number of potential waves uh for fraggle rock planned out um and and i definitely well i can't talk about specifics yet it's too early for that uh i i can say that uh the the choices from this line will absolutely continue being a mix from both series Mm -hmm. um and uh we are every question we've gotten from fans uh about will you do this character will you do this version you know whatever and man the the fraggle rock fans are super engaged i'm i'm so excited to be interacting with them um they uh we we have plans uh for i i believe everything they've asked for so far (laughs) there 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 is a plan for that so um you know people uh can be secure in the knowledge that if they're a little patient you know, because we can only develop so many at a time. Right. 
developing um you know really complex really well researched really detailed uh action figures is a time consuming and expensive uh, uh proposition and and so you know uh, as long as people are patient and uh you know get in there with their pre-orders early we are going to keep going full steam on uh on fraggle rock and and just you know the sky's the limit if the if the sales support is there and and so far the initial numbers are looking really good um you know we hope to eventually be able to uh be delivering stuff like gorgs and whatnot um you know so uh we'll get there that that's 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 fantastic that's amazing um obviously I'm probably going to end up getting annoying with my talking about it um, to anyone who cares to listen or is just there to hear it because that's what, what I'll be doing, but talking about like the scale and stuff um, before, uh, you know, I, I think you picked just the right wheelhouse with the core character fraggles to be able to go up and down and side yeah. and, you know, diagonal for all of the different characters that inhabit this world, these worlds. Yeah. 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 Well, um, I, I always want to give an opportunity to say because I I can't think of everything and I know I don't think of everything, but what haven't we talked about yet in terms of, you know, your new uh, Fraggle Rock, uh, you know, endeavors and action figure line that you want to make sure that uh, we get out there for everybody today? Oh, geez. Well, um, you know, I, I just, uh, you know, want to make sure that the for the Fraggle fans you know, that, that they understand that we are fans too. And, um, and that we are, uh, fully committed to, uh, delivering the, the best toy experience, uh, we can. And for the people that, that may not be as familiar with Fraggle Rock, but, um, maybe more on the toy side of things, um, you know, one of the things we at Boss Fight like to do is to, you know, spot gaps in the marketplace and say, well, like, what, what isn't anybody doing, right? Like, nobody, look, I love Ninja Turtles. We don't really need another Ninja Turtles line in the marketplace. I'm tired, boss. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... uh you know, um, Fraggle uh, really offers us an opportunity to say, well, here's this thing that is wonderful and really meaningful to a lot of people, but has never had toys before, or, you know, has never really been expressed well in toys before. Um, You know, there's plushes and PVCs and the Happy Meal toys and some really nice foam guys that I think were only distributed in the UK mm-hmm. uh, and are prohibitively expensive. But, um, <laughs> you know, uh, these these are going to be just fantastic toys. So it's the sort of thing where if you're less familiar, it's it's worth digging into the, these shows yeah. and getting familiar with these characters and stories because um, these toys are going to be a, a really sort of fun experience to collect and play and display. Well, that's that 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 that's wonderful, and and it's one of those things too that 
I love it when people find properties based off of cool toys. Uh, so I think that there that always happens. So for those out there who have not experienced Fraggle Rock, let this be your gateway into something that, um, you know, I get it. Everybody has different tastes for different things and whatnot. But Fraggle Rock is really one of those things that it's like, tell me you have a soul without telling me you have a soul because you enjoy Fraggle Rock, because that's that, that I think that's just what it is. <laughs> yeah. You know, Fraggle Rock, it it. It is really, it's been such a rewarding experience to, to really do that, that deep dive and, and to watch both series all the way through and, you know, look at the wiki and, and, uh, you know, look at fan comments and, and it really is kind of a unique property. And, and I think it's the sort of thing where, you know, if you're if you're willing to give it the time, uh, you you will probably really really enjoy it. It's very rewarding. Well, I'm glad you you said about the fans too, because we can talk about different aspects of fandom until <laughs> you know for forever. But I find that Henson fandom is generally one that is extremely respectful of the properties. And because they are respectful of the properties and Jim Henson himself, that kind of, you know, comes out in, you know, how they interact with others too. So um, the time that I've spent interacting with, you know, fandoms, as far as that goes, it's been a pleasurable experience. So I hope that continues um, for you guys, because it's amazing the resources that you find through people who have such love of property like that. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's, and that's something we've, we've really uh you know has been a really enjoyable experience on a lot of the product lines we've developed is mm -hmm. um is getting to know uh the fans of that property and um and really uh you know understanding everybody's love for it and and you know the depths of people's collections and and everything like that and it it's so it's so cool yeah um absolutely well, well, that's wonderful. Well, Fraggle Rock Series 1 is now available for pre-order at the Boss Fight Shop, as well as retail partners like our friends at Big Bad Toy Store. So yep. um, you guys know where to find those. But um, Andrew, I really appreciate you taking the time um, to coming to chat with me. And I hope that we get a chance to do it um, you know, in the not too distant future. Again, not only to talk maybe more about Fraggles, but some of the other stuff um, that you guys are working on. And between now and then, I'm very much looking forward to um, the updates that you guys will share as um, you know we travel through this production journey that uh, we were talking about. So um, to you and everybody um, at, at, at the studio, uh, just just great job overall. Um, it's when well, I'm going to go back to messaging. When you guys send the message uh, like, like you are with this one, um, with, you know, the care and detail um, that you're talking about for over an hour now um, with me. Uh, that's something that's very reassuring to someone who is in this as, as, you know, a hobby or a community. So it's very much appreciated. And I can't, I cannot wait to see more when it is appropriate to do so. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, Nick, I got to tell you coming at it from the fan side, I, I get it, you know, because I was, I was a fan, a lifelong action figure collector, before I started in the industry and, and I get, you know, wanting to know all of that stuff 
immediately and 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 have all that info and and be excited about it but i swear you know there are a number of reasons why it is better to dole it out a little bit at a time you know and and part of that being that plans can change and and whatever so uh yeah just uh that's why i keep emphasizing patience yeah you know we'll we'll get there we'll get there um but uh i will talk fraggles with you anytime that that sounds wonderful i'm gonna hold you to that um but of course everyone you can find um these fraggles as we said at bossfightshop.com everything you need to know about boss fight studio at bossfightstudio.com as well as the typical socials you guys are definitely everywhere um so with that um i will say thank you very much again um for for joining with us thanks for the rock talk i guess we'll we'll, we'll fraggle rock talk we'll we'll say that but um until next time we'll catch you guys on the whoosh so thanks for joining us andrew i appreciate it Thanks.